I said, uh, I, I messaged my brother. I said, let's get naked, butter our asses, and fight some cops. Oh, jeez. I said, that's a good idea. It'd be a good brotherly bonding activity. He says, we could write not my president on our chests. <laughs> it's been a while since you've busted that one out. What? The get naked, butter yourself up, and fight the cops. Oh. He says the real Bronson probably wouldn't approve of violence for politics, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, come to think of it, he was like a Batman. It's criminal, right? Welcome to another episode of the Old Taku Connection, and I've come to regret my decision. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, 20 bucks for three months of Crunchyroll and WWE Network was a Cyber Monday, Black Friday type sale. I thought they'd just be there for a minute, and I lost out, because <clears throat> I went and uh, got on Hulu, saw that... Uh, 205 show, it's the show they got for the cruiserweights, and damn it. Damn, damn, damn. Apparently it's a network exclusive, which means I'm screwed. I mean, I can check in for their, like, obligatory Raw match, which I guess is just advertising for the show, but uh, I'd rather watch the show itself, and I like that they do different stuff on there the same way they do different stuff on NXT. Ugh... God damn it, Vance. I don't have the kind of money to follow this shit, let alone the time. Uh, uh, first world problems, I guess. Well, wouldn't call being broke all the time. First world. Is it? I don't know, I mean... I'm sure there's people in other countries who kill for my kind of broke, but then... They also don't have stupid-ass first-world expenses to contend with. Like, seriously, if you took the kind of, like, bare... what we would consider bare-bones living to another country, and, uh, well, that's a whole podcast worth of discussion in itself. So, uh, let's just get on with it. The, uh, we got Berserk Movie 2. Get to see how Mike's feeling about this. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the month, and I hope Berserk isn't too weird. Of an uh, <laughs> of a topic for Christmas. <laughs> oh, I hope the people who've already seen Berserk really hit stuff know why I'm laughing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you'll all find out soon enough. So till then, please enjoy. Hello, Angelina. How many cigarettes did you need? <laughs> I don't smoke, but that shit was like. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like, uh, I've you know, seen when, the series and neither was I. When they when they kissed, I was like, oh, that was like kind of hot, Intimate. actually. And then it just kept going. Mm-hmm. It's, it was uh, it was pretty incredible. That was it was great. He starts working the nipple. Yeah, um, that that girl's boobs had to have been especially sensitive. Like, yeah. I, be, I bet she would have moaned if you if somebody breathed on them. Well, she was young and and uh, very uh, 
uh, not wise to the ways of the the world. Yeah. Far reaches of the world that Griffith has seen. Yeah, I do wonder because that was that that seemed like some uh, high level seduction technique right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say he's got some uh, he's got some pretty good moves there. Yeah. Some of them uh, that I'm familiar with myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he went for it. Yeah. Like when they showed his hand going in, mm-hmm. and it, she was just like, oh, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was like, and then he went down there, and then like. And he was just like, ah. <laughs> she was like, ah. <laughs> and he was like, ah. Yeah. And you, you know what I'm going to compare this to? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> sorry, <Mark>. <laughs> Al. Oh. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say, like, water for chocolate. <laughs> No, nobody dies. Yeah, he's like thinking about guts while he's fucking like pounding away at this girl. Uh-huh. It's great. I gotta say, that like put it over for me. This just had like, as far as middle parts, this was like The Empire Strikes Back. It just had everything I would have wanted. Oh, I think really? If you go back to the last episode, you asked me what I thought. And hoped to see, mm-hmm. and it pretty much delivered. Mm. Okay, I'm so like, against. so wait, so um, I guess we're we're getting directly into it. Uh, Berserk movie two. Uh, what did you like about it outside of that uh, epic uh, lovemaking scene? <sighs> yeah, God, it's incredible. That was that was nuts. That's a. You gotta wipe wipe the sweat off after you watch that one. Stakes were so high. Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle of where it should be. But uh, aside from that, um, the action was real good. Mm -hmm. It really reminded me a lot of um, parts of Return of the King. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah, the big big taking of the castle. mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, the battles were epic. And the other thing is, I didn't notice it as much as with the first movie, but uh, they really they really took their time with a lot of scenes this time around. Mm-hmm. And it kind of showed that they didn't just know like animation and how to do action, but that they understand filmmaking as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was, there's a few scenes where just the pacing, like when he's going off to, he's just kind of, well, there's a couple. The first, let me think. I think there's one before that that really stood out, but when they're at the ball or whatever the fuck, and it just kind of the music takes over, and and it's just you know, people dancing. Oh, oh, you mean you mean ye old music video? Yeah, I, it was great. I love that. It really turned into like parts of this were really musical. Oh yeah, right before that though, uh, before that scene is after the battle when mm. Griffith kills the old man, 
and then there's just some really I think soft music that I really appreciated and just really s- slow still shots of the like the post battle yeah where you find out they uh, not only killed all the soldiers but also killed yeah. the help in the old man's harem yeah they killed the old man's harem that was it's crazy they show that they see the soldiers sitting in the dust it was a very meditative moment yeah um is that and then after after the ball scene when guts is is leaving he's kind of walking around through town a bit and it's cold and it really has this great atmosphere to it but there are just those little moments like that where they kind of slow down and let you like soak in what's happening mm-hmm. it's something that you see more in like contemporary film and not a lot in in anime i feel like yeah that actually helps to shed some light on some things because uh as i mentioned in the previous episode i watched the 97 series that this is kind of based on it's all based on a manga and kind of noting the differences is something i've been doing and uh I was slightly perplexed at uh, how they handled this, what they, not so much um, what they took out, but uh, how, sort of what they took out in the sense that it created a lot more space than I thought it would, and then how they chose to fill it, Mm -hmm. but from the perspective you just offered, it kind of makes a bit more sense. It um, makes for a, a better, better flow overall. Yeah, because like I definitely feel like they didn't like Griff. This old man, like he wants Griffith on the battlefield. And to my knowledge, I don't think we've seen him before in the last movie. No. Kind of just get the sense that they have a history, or like a past together, and then Griffith yeah. just so. you get you get a bit more uh, depth of that past in the series. That mm. uh, what is apparent in this film is that this old guy wants Griffith bad. Yeah. And then I, I couldn't tell, but they never really gave him the room to kind of articulate uh, right before Griffith killed him, because he kills him. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't tell if he was like genuinely like, oh, it's so good to see you, or 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 what, or if he was just trying to trick him or something. But he did say that he wanted him alive. Mm-hmm. Um, he... it's, it's quick... And maybe a little confusing, but he actually kills someone that's going to take a shot at Griffith. Mm. Like, there's a point where some guy looks like he's going to try and sneak up on Griffith, like right up on him when his back is turned, and something rushes by him and his head just flies off. That's, oh, just... a- that's actually the old man. Oh, really? I assumed yeah. that was uh, Guts. That's his sword. Mm-hmm. But I remember because I remember that head coming off. Yeah, that was the old guy. Big whoosh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you think uh, you think Griffith used some of that seduction technique on the old dude? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he was probably like raised by him or something, but he was probably like a piece of shit. Or... That was the impression I well, got. Well, uh, I guess one bit of hinting is that amongst the harem is like... A little slave boy that looks suspiciously like Griffith. Uh, he was in the pool nice. with him. Mm, that makes sense. I kind of got that vibe too, mm-hmm. which they don't—they don't shy away from that. They didn't, and I guess it was briefly mentioned, kind of 
passed over and I missed it in the first uh, movie. But this one, they kind of start off with, is it a battle? But I don't remember. But anyway, we dive into uh, Casca's backstory. Oh, yeah. Almost raped by that dude. She shows so much titty in this anime. Yeah, there's a lot. But they do their best to make it really uncomfortable every time it happens. Yeah, it's, um, I want to say, uh, sorry, I'm feeling weird. Uh, a lot of non-sexualized nudity. Mm -hmm. Like, especially those bits where she's just stark naked. Yeah. Interesting. I guess the camera doesn't linger. Yeah, and then later on when the the dude is again, there's a dude on top of her, and he rips her shirt off, and then she's just running around in full armor, except her titties are out. Well, yeah, when the the guys find her, they they tape up that area of her shirt. Yeah, but she rolls up to them, and it's like... Yeah, with boobs out, yeah. The entire company just saw your titties. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but I I like what they did with her this episode she's much more likable they explained a bit about her more and she kind of finally starts to warm to to guts Mm -hmm. it seems yeah you get a full explanation of what's going on that it was professional and personal jealousy she some misunderstandings between the two and yeah it was it's nice to see that resolved because I remember being so irritated with her in the series up until this point. Mm-hmm. But, um, something I kind of liked was how quickly their dynamic turned around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like I'm not... Part of me knows that they're going to like set them up, and part of me like hopes that that doesn't happen, just because it'd be... It'd be cliche, but I wouldn't exactly hate it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me. I think that's because of how much uh, wor- um, time and work has been put into both of these characters. Yeah, it has. It like, feels it, it won't... like if they did, it would be sort of earned. Yeah, it won't feel cheap. It won't just be like, okay, here you go. Here's your obligatory yeah. couple or whatever, or sex scene or whatever the hell yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be the way griffith and the princess was in the first movie yeah but god damn he violates it <laughs> that fucking... yeah serious fucking serious business and they were like as graphic with him doing all that as much as they were with her receiving it. Mm. It was like, all right, now here it is from her perspective. <laughs> he's, like, he's like over her and you see all his abs and it's just like, he's <laughs> ready to go. And like, mm-hmm. I think there's a shot that's like, that shot is when he like penetrates. Mm-hmm. But, uh, goodness. Yeah. That was one of the things I was talking about in regards to, uh, filling space though because um, that also happens in the anime but the scene is not that long and primarily implicit like I think (laughs) in the anime he goes in there he kisses her and then you see him kind of hopping out the following morning Mm. (laughs) well the anime I'm assuming was on TV yeah that yeah actually that probably has something to do with it 
but goddamn. So is there a manga of all this? Yeah, it's all based on the manga, which is still ongoing. Is there a manga? Yeah. Yeah. So they, so all this was in manga form. Have you read it? Uh, no, I've skimmed it a couple of times. Um, I might go into it having watched this. This has got me uh in the berserk again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Honestly, can't make heads or tails of whether or not all this, all that sex, will be in there, though. Yeah, yeah, that was my question. <laughs> I've uh, heard and I think seen too that the uh, manga is a lot more violent. Mm-hmm. Like, how should I put this? You like, you see blood and like nebulous guts. You see some gore, some dismemberings and stuff in here, but. The manga has details, yeah. like specific organs and giblets and like bowels, bowels and bones broken in and yeah, mm-hmm. ghastly yeah. is probably the word. Mm-hmm. Ghastly. <laughs> but I, I liked it. I thought it was the king was his. I, I when he's like torturing Griffith. Oh God. It's pretty he, he was like borderline belligerent during yeah, all that. I think belligerent think, is a little bit of an understatement. <laughs> you think uh, you think Griffith touched a nerve? Uh, maybe that's an interesting theory that Griffith brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, what the thing that struck me was that his voice was like completely gone, so much so that I didn't know that it was the king. And yeah. then when he sort of calmed down and like went back to his voice so it's i was convinced so it's a younger man doing the king's voice as an Mm -hmm. older man but he like couldn't do yelling old man he just sounded like a yelling young man Mm -hmm. strange but uh yeah he looked crazy yeah (laughs) yeah his hair too yeah he looked insane Mm -hmm. yeah he fucked his daughter Yeah, um, after that, uh, backstory scene with Casca, it's got, kind of got me wondering how old Griffith actually is, because Mm. he looked about the same as he did at the beginning of that first movie. Yeah, well, do they never say when Casca met him, do they? Uh, they don't, but she's significantly younger. Like, she's Mm. a kid when this happens. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, um, other impressive feats by Griffith. Uh, defeating an army of 30,000 soldiers with 5,000. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that move? That was very clever. I, like, I knew he had something up his sleeve, but... I, when it happened, I was like, "Oh, that's great!" I was like, "Because I, I don't know for some reason, some somehow they snuck it under my nose where the the guy was returning in there, like, welcome back.'" And I was yeah. like, "Why the fuck is he? I, why didn't they just kill his ass? I don't. Mm-hmm. How did he get away?" Yeah. And then the reveal was pretty cool that they were they snuck in using him as a Trojan horse. Yeah, uh, th- that one surprised me because. Um situation plays out a bit different in the anime so i actually wasn't expecting that i kind of forgot 
how Griffith, uh, well, I didn't know how Griffith was going to win it in this case. He effectively won it in the same way. It's just they go about it a little different. It was a nice move. Um, yeah. I can't remember what the name of that guy was. Corpowitz something or other. I don't know, but he had a long family history. Yeah, a history <laughs> of uh, techniques that are varying degrees of ineffective. <laughs> yeah, and she lost to him for the first time because she was on her period. Yeah, I think I think it was a little worse than that. She also... I think um, she was running a fever. Well, that was after she fell from the, like, yeah. goddamn huh. off the cliff and into the water and shit, so. So, so, uh, that time of the month wrecks you that bad, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been around, you know, plenty of women who periods. And... I guess I shouldn't be surprised, because with all the headaches I would get, uh, it was good being around women because they would always have painkillers on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and it, it fucks with your emotions and shit too. Like mm-hmm. my girlfriend will always be like, "I'm pre-PMSing," like, <laughs> and I think, I think PMSing, and I think PMS is already pre-menstrual. <laughs> Pre-pre. But she always tell me like I this thing happened at work and it was really stupid, but I cried. <laughs> I wanted to cry. Yeah. So um, it is interesting. I made me think of uh, you know the whole woman in the military thing and and how that's handled. It's, I mean, it's if you can do it, you can do it. But it's definitely just got to be like that's just something you. You got to deal with it. You'll you're a lady soldier. Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine probably. Yeah, pain in the butt. Not everyone can do that. Even the even guts remarks on it. Yeah. Yeah, he thinks she's injured. Yeah. Well, then I think he actually says, "I guess it's tough being a woman when he realizes what's actually going on." Mm-hmm. I was half expecting him to not know what that was, though. <laughs> Like, maybe he thought she was wounded there or something. Yeah, that's what I thought for a second. He was like, she's wounded. And I was like, no, she's not. I was like, what? Has he never seen her? <laughs> Does he not know about that? And then it's like, oh, it's, it's a... I mean, it's it's like a made... It's sort of like a not quite medieval Europe, but like a inspired setting. So maybe information didn't get around the same way back then. Yeah, that was my other question. Is was this? This isn't based on any sort of real history, is it? Um, visually, um, it's like medieval Europe, but uh, it's not like grounded in any location or time period in reality as we know it. It's kind of its own world. Yeah, which I can appreciate. And again, it's very much grounded in like reality with just a few little. Like I think the most we see in this movie is we get a preview of the naked fairy. Oh fuck yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. There's like it seems. I'm guessing uh, they they're just adding little bits here and there. There were less in the anime. I should say the anime series. There was the big thing with the uh, giant monster guy, and that was kind of it. So getting that bit of uh, puck was also kind of nice. 
Yeah, he's so that's the first thing other than guts that I recognize from playing the game. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I was waiting for him to talk to see if it was Cam Clark, because it was Cam Clark in the original. Oh, well, let's hope so. <laughs> it's a bug ass naked fairy, so yeah. I, I guess that was just a cameo, or maybe he'll show up in the next one. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I think another, not necessarily a giveaway, but it stands out just slightly. I guess it has an uncanny effect, or the names of the knights themselves. Like, I think uh, Griffith's company gets turned into the White Phoenix Knights. Mm-hmm. The uh, heavy hitters before the Hawks show up are the uh, White Tiger Knights. uh the guys they fight during the big war like the purple rhinos and the royal purple rhinoceros yeah and i think the the greatest and most obnoxious of all so much that i had to write it down was the uh guy that corporowitz guy led the group that corporowitz guy led which was the uh blue whale ultra heavy armored fierce assault annihilation night corps yeah that was ridiculous is that an acronym for something? Or does it spell something? Uh. No. No, it's just a really long, self important name that he probably made up himself. Yeah, that guy was ridiculous. He, he was. It's he's weird. Such a when you watch him in the anime, he's even worse. But you start to feel bad for him. <laughs> because he is constantly getting shat on. Like, people hate him, and for good reason. But it's sort of that thing where after a while it gets hard to watch. <laughs> Purple rhino guy. Also, the uh, fight between him and Casca is a little different. Namely, in how it ends. The ending in the series is a lot more animu. I kind of prefer how it was handled here. Mm. Where it was uh, more Casca being clever than uh, an amazing display of acrobatics. Mm. I like uh, that fight and the fight Guts had on the field, though I kind of... I feel like there's there's somewhere there's there's a better edit in it. Because while... Breaking from one fight to go to another doesn't necessarily remove the tension of either. I feel kind of like it doesn't let them both reach the fever pitch they could potentially, especially alongside the music that was playing, mm. which has a had like a sort of a rising, like building quality to it. Yeah. What did you think of the hundred man fight? Um, my favorite part of that fight is this um point during it where Guts is kind of like monologuing to himself uh, having to do he's like flashing back to uh, Griffith saying that you know in order to be his friend you have to have a dream of your own and it's specifically the sound effects and the handful of cuts to a first person perspective where you kind of get an insight of like how like frantic and chaotic that fight actually is Mm -hmm. like the sound's not right it's just like weird 
echoes and clashing of stuff. And... Yeah, that, that really struck with me, too. It's a mm-hmm. trick that Saving Private Ryan did a long time ago. The yeah. shell shock effect where it's kind of... They, they, they muffle everything just so you can hear. Mm-hmm. It's like a clogged head. Yeah. You're listening through it. Yeah, it also reminded me of that scene from uh, 13... Is it 13 Assassins? Yeah. Yeah. Which scene? It's a POV shot of, I guess, one guy watching another guy try and fight. Uh, yeah. That's wanna... an amazing sequence. Yeah. God, that movie's so... Mm-hmm. I need to watch that again. Me too. Yeah, um, we saw that at the Castro. Yep. Yeah, the... Uh fights there play out slightly different but again works best for uh, flow and all the same it hits all the same points <laughs> since we're going over the big scenes we've got to cover uh, guts's departure mm-hmm. and uh round two of his fight with griffith yeah any uh, strong well, feelings about that um i felt like it played out pretty well as expected, I kind of feel like they didn't like set out to really accentuate this fact, but I just got the feeling that Guts was getting stronger on the battlefield, and and Griffith was really more of a liaison and diplomat and commanding yeah. officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Guts was just unstoppable, so I kind of saw that part something about this is their relationship mm-hmm. and the whole like what he what Griffith has this strange strange perception about friendship and and uh, and uh, guts has this strange feeling about his relationship with Griffith mm-hmm I feel like it's all based on, like, I don't even want to say faulty, like, ideology. I want to say, like, it when it comes out, when they talk about it, it feels like it's translated incorrectly. Like, it's hard for me to, like, understand exactly, especially what Griffith is trying to say. Like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just don't, like, it's just so weird that I don't. Like, it just doesn't gel with you? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. He's he's like, if a man wants to be my friend, he's gotta. So what? Like he has Something to have a. Like, he can't subsist upon the dream of others. He needs a dream of his own, and yeah. must pursue it with everything in him, even if it puts him at odds with me. Uh-huh. I feel like you worded it better. But were you quoting? Um, I may have been working off the. Uh the description from the anime versus the movie, though it's probably the same. Yeah, he I says think I've so... just, I've heard that bit of dialogue a bunch of times. So. Yeah, he says something about subsisting on, he can't subsist on my dream, and I have to respect him as an individual, and like, he can't just have my back, but then he's like, oh, I own you, you're not going anywhere. Like yeah. he pulls that shit after. Yeah, he gets back. He falls back on that mind shit. Yeah. Um. So, like, the way I've kind of interpreted it is that, like, while he seems to care for and be fond of his soldiers, they're like valued possessions. 
rather than people in his mind. At least that's the conclusion I kind of came to based on that bit of dialogue. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But the whole, and like Guts is, feels like Griffith is looking down on him. I guess I see that. I understand. I, I, I don't know. Something about it, just the, just the way anytime Griffith t- or Guts talks about it, it just sounds like retarded. <laughs> it's like this logic is busted. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about it sounds you know it's, it's like a little weird um it's like when you you meet that that one friend who's like real cool but then they start talking about how like like prince was killed by the illuminati and it's just like are you, what the, are you talking about yeah, yeah it's it's the friend who's got like a really weird worldview or element or something like that like you meet the guy who's, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to take a stance one way or the other about how any of these things work, but uh, it's like you meet the person that's really into the whole ancient astronaut idea or <laughs> Illuminati conspiracies. They're a flat earther. They're really in the Bigfoot or ghosts or. Yeah. Something abnormal. I want to try and find something that isn't in the like realm of supernatural, like yeah, it's like, just far. Uh, or, or you know, they they're has... really into a specific old model of car. Or, or... they, you know, like I have, I have like family members that are like, who like, voted for Trump. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. People are like they like. It's like you'll be having a conversation like my cousin. We were at, actually, I think it was my grandma's birthday, her last birthday. We went out to get Thai food. My cousin showed up, and it's kind of smallish, but she mentioned something about having voted for Obama and, and then been like, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, maybe not even necessarily, um, again, because I want to be fair about this, Trump in particular, but kind of like finding out somebody is like adamantly uh, political in some weird way or oddly specific way. Yeah, yeah. It's like they vote exclusively for the Green Party or they're like staunch libertarians and you're like, I didn't even know libertarians were real. (laughs) There's a lot of libertarians. I think most, most people fall towards libertarianism more so than they think i think uh if i were being honest with myself i'd vote green party more often than i actually do Mm. which is to say i've never voted for them yet (laughs) well if they come up with a decent candidate maybe someday um just just to show i'm not trying to show any bias on this um Mm -hmm. i'm not opposed to the ideas of either bigfoot or the ancient astronaut thing I'm a bit more skeptical of some of the ancient astronaut stuff. I've got some family uh, who are like really into the Bigfoot idea. I feel like that's a a people of color thing, because my family's really into that shit. My one of my uncles swears he saw Bigfoot. That's mm-hmm. like a story. Like yeah. He saw Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. 
and then I know other other family members. It's a big Mexican family, so there's a couple. There's going to be a couple of them that believe in Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a oddly across the board thing because uh, one guy I worked with, like it came up, and I thought he was like, uh, he he'd initially come across to me as being like super basic, so I thought he was going to try and like make a joke out of the whole Bigfoot thing. And he's like, Nah, man, I'm into it. <laughs> mm. Which is weird because it's like. Especially with Bigfoot, it's, it's like, why? Like, it's such a... Why would you... It doesn't matter <laughs> if there's a Bigfoot or not. If there if there was, he'd probably be dead by this point. Yeah, well, you know, you never know what's going to take your interest, I'd say. Mm-hmm. If you do develop a fascination in something, don't, don't fight it. You know, if something brings a little joy into your life, get into it. How did that get started? What? The whole idea of Bigfoot? Yeah, the idea of Bigfoot. Big-ass ape-man. I don't know. I mean, you got to ask that question about every kind of, like, cryptozoological creature. Yeah. Nessie, the Jersey Devil, the Chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mexicans are superstitious. Black people are, like, this weird combination of uh, religious, occasionally superstitious and skeptical. <laughs> it is. That, yeah. that, that gets more <laughs> and more hilarious to me the older I get. <laughs> oh god, I you're mean, right. Because there it's, is. Because <laughs> you, you'll see strong religion alongside like weird bits of superstition. Not like huge stuff, but like seriously, don't split a pole around a black person. <laughs> But then, on the opposite end of it, just wholly skeptical of anything else. Where it's like, you'll be like, um, Leprechaun? Leprechaun? What the fuck are you talking? This is the stupidest shit, Leprechaun. (laughs) And it's not even like across the board what they're superstitious about and what's not is like universal. It'll vary. It's funny when you put them all together. (laughs) Yeah, I never really... They're all separate things that I've noticed, but never realized... Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> like, what were we talking about? Uh, berserk and yeah, yeah. It makes me think about that weird necklace. So he uh, loses the it. Yeah, when he gets thrown into the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And it 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 provides us with a nice little jump scare before the end of the movie. I I guess I missed it. Or there's like a shot of it just screaming repeatedly in the like sort oh, of, yeah. in the sort of next time on Dragon Ball Z uh, section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next time it looks like uh, Guts is gonna get his fuck on. Yeah, yeah, like he, a, he was humping something. Just a shot of his back thrusting. Yeah, his, his which, bare uh, naked flesh. Which again, Guts is effing ripped. Yes. He's got muscles where other people don't got muscles. Yep. Muscles on muscles. But again, I guess if you uh, grow up swinging a sword twice the size of you around, you're going to get big. You're going to get beefy. Yeah. guess he ran a lot, too, because it doesn't look like he skipped leg day either. Yeah. I was watching a thing about Rocky today. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Cinefix to the things you didn't know. Apparently... Stallone doing the one arm pushes and claps 
first, the first time, time he, did, he did those. I think I saw the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. The fucking, the, at the top of the steps dancing. Is is reversed. I didn't know that. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah wait. Still... There was another thing that was reversed. Um, I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh yeah, they they filmed the fight backwards. Yeah, because of the makeup. Mm-hmm. It was easier to remove makeup. Yeah. Progressively. Yeah, that makes. It's also a shot in Batman Robin that's backwards. <laughs> that one. Robin's like fighting a bunch of vines underwater. Oh. And then he, he comes up. And takes a breath, and then he gets dragged back down, and it's just from reversing the footage. Oh. <laughs> eh, I guess whatever works. It's uh, gotten a bit harder not to, like, trip and fall in the spoilers. Yeah, I really, like, I don't want to know the answer, but I feel like by not saying anything, you've already said it. Mm-hmm. About whether or not Gutson is getting its thrust on on Casca. I'm kind of assuming, because who the fuck else? <laughs> he doesn't seem like the type of person who would just fuck a random chick. Yeah. And it's a little. I felt like he was making eyes at someone in the ballroom, but then they didn't follow up on it. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, yeah, like who else? Yeah, I think, maybe it's Griffith. I think that's damn. I mean, if uh, <laughs> if it's Griffith, then like he's he's really like grinding it in there. <laughs> Cause he's he's laying on whoever's do he's doing that with. Yeah. I, th- I think the, the the proper term for that is uh, dick him down. <laughs> <laughs> that would be what he's doing there. Did to the princess. Does she even have a name? Um. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> She's basically just the princess. Pretty much. She might be the worst character in this. Um, Certainly the least developed. Yeah, definitely least developed. Because, like, the first person I want to think about when you say worse is fucking... Uh, I can't remember what shitbag's name was, but, like, it, he's it just... It sounds kind of like Casca in my head, but I, I don't know what the hell it was. Corcus. But it was weird. I felt like... He, yeah, Corcus. I yeah. feel like he had a turnaround. And then at the end, he's just like, I never liked you fucking hated you. I fucking hate your fucking face. Suck. Go die. I don't give a fuck. God damn. Like, I thought he was warming up to him. Yeah. No, he's just less shitty because he's actually happy now. I'm very curious to see if Griffith makes it out alive. Ah, yeah. Yes, he was... They put him in, like, the dankest of dungeons. That place was grimy. Not out of the dungeon. Because I know he's going to get out of the dungeon, but I wonder if, like... Guts is going to kill him uh, then. That's my question. I see. And who's Guts? Fuck. I think I know the answer. <laughs> I think I know the answer. Both questions. But, uh, yeah. Are we going to see the naked fairy? How uh, can they top this, this middle act? Uh, well, we'll find they out next week. To, they just need to take it a step further. Just more fucking, more violence. I mean, more drama. Clearly, you need some more... Oh, wait, speaking of drama, that's uh, one thing I can probably touch on. I won't go into detail, suffice to say that uh, some a, lot, a good chunk of 
Game of Thrones shit got uh, excised from this um, take on the material. Hmm. Which, again, aided to flow, but, like, you see more of, like, uh, Griffith making moves and utilizing mm-hmm. guts to do so. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Probably... I think I see what you mean here, and we finally just need need to, you know, have it happen, get all that tension out. Uh, Casca, Griffith, and Guts need mm-hmm. to have that three-way. Yeah. So I thought there was going to be much more fallout from the assassination at the end of the first movie, mm-hmm. but it seems like there was almost none. Yeah, well, that's uh, some of what gets excised. Mm. What happens in the show? Well, uh, some of the other parties uh, some associated with that assassination get together and try something else at the party. Hmm. Uh, I'm kind of wanting to leave out uh, fine details because I think it would uh, benefit the audience to go out and watch the full series because mm. it's really good. Yeah. If you like this, if you like these movies, then the series is like more in depth, a uh, couple more fight scenes, um, a bit more character moments. Mm. What year did that one come out? Uh, Ninety-seven. How's the animation look? It's pretty good. This is still in the uh, era of uh, hand-drawn stuff. Mm. So it's pretty neat. Cool. And uh, specifically if you're watching the dub, I think it's the same cast. Hmm. Like they brought, uh, if not all of the cast back, then definitely the uh, most notable voices for this anime. Which they didn't do in the sub. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they're handled by different companies usually. But uh, I, I was trying to. I looked up some of the voice actors and I didn't recognize any of them, even though they sound very familiar. Yeah, I can't name uh, all of them. I know um, there's a minor character that's like Guts's lieutenant, and that's the voice of Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of sworn Guts was either Troy Baker or Robin Atkins Downs, but or Atkins Down, mm-hmm. uh, but it's neither, or like Roger Craig Smith or something. Yeah, they all kind of do a similar gravelly voice, mm-hmm. but it's just some other Big guy. guy why voice. Is, why is that voice so common? I don't know. It's kind of, uh, I guess it's just kind of like a standard protagonisty voice. Oh yeah, I uh. Decided now was as good a time as any to uh, look up the author of the manga, mm-hmm. Kentaro Mira, and his his uh, background. Like he apparently had a, a pretty a noteworthy career in manga before finally making Berserk. Like he had a quite a few uh, published works, mm-hmm. but and to the degree that he actually hit a slump that I think Berserk pulled him out of. But Berserk is definitely the most, uh, the thing he's most well known for and his longest running work. Uh, it's also something he's notorious for because uh, later on, I don't know when this happened exactly, but he started uh, updating it very infrequently to the degree that I want to say, I can't remember what year it was stated maybe last year or the year before that 
he only had like uh, four. I think I said like four chapters, or mm. it definitely wasn't four volumes. But the point is, is that the um, updates of it have uh, slowed to a crawl. Hmm. Berserk. Yeah. Which is why I'm hesitant. One of the primary reasons why I've been hesitant to get into the manga because those updates slowing has been uh, notorious. It's been notorious for years. Uh, the running gag on the internet is that he discovered this video game called Idol Master and is just getting distracted. <laughs> but that joke ran so long that people actually thought it was for real. Hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot of. Uh... And I, I feel it's present in Berserk. There's a lot of uh, influence from uh, Western sources. Yeah. Uh, old novels, old movies. Uh, apparently one of the basis for uh, Guts' character is uh, Rutger Hauer. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, when did he start writing this? 89. Though there was a prototype manga, like I think it was a prototype one shot in '88. Hmm. '88. Mhm. Wow. So, uh, how much of the story is left to tell? I don't know. Was uh, my information on what happens next is kind of vague, and I want to keep it that way. I want to try see try experiencing parts of this without kind of having a rough idea in advance as to what would mm-hmm. happen. Have you seen all of the anime? Yeah. Where's well, that? Though I haven't seen the new anime, the one that was released this year. Huh. Though we are going to uh, preview that. Uh, anything uh, you want to say before we get to recommendations? Um, what I'm looking for in the next movie, I keep wanting to say episode. That's what more, it kind of feels like. I want more butts, more cuts, and more coconuts. And by coconuts, do you mean Casca's boobies? Um, no. I've seen him enough. You know what I liked seeing was her in that dress. Yeah, she looked nice. She was fucking adorable. Guts looked cool, too. Yeah, I'll I'll dapper and shit. You know that whole scene? <laughs> I, I actually I like seeing them in that ballroom hella uncomfortable. Actually, yeah, watching this episode and that scene, it really like all the costumes in that part and then when he's kinda of walking through the snow, it made me really wanna play Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Just because I would always I would always like switch to my nobleman outfit when I would go into town <laughs> after I was like, big shot. Yeah. See, I kind of wish there were um, more stats and like your clothing affected your charisma score because I would do that. I would do that more if it had more of an effect. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it does. I remember wearing jewelry. I had like specific rings that would do stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can also like enchant things to yeah. your, your clothes. I'll just have to make like the nobleman outfit. With the bling next time I play Skyrim. <laughs> um, watching Berserk anything uh, kind of makes me want to play Skyrim, but more than that, makes me want to play uh, Dark Souls. And I wish hmm. my copy of Dark Souls 2 worked, but it doesn't. Speaking of that, that's actually one of my recommendations. Is It's a game that feels a, maybe more like the Black Swordsman arc than the um, 
golden age, but still very good fit and very much inspired by Berserk are the uh, Dark Souls series, and they're sort of like uh, spin-offs and one-offs, like uh, Bloodborne and Demon Souls. Yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like it made me want to play, it didn't actually make me want to play this game, but it made me wish the mechanics were like better uh, in Oblivion. Mm-hmm. But a uh, chivalry, medieval warfare. Mm-hmm. It's a multiplayer only game, but it's it's first person, and it's like it's it's a you fight other people with swords and shit, but you like yeah. parry and block, and it's pretty. It's done pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it's multiplayer only. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good uh, good pick there. Um... I kind of latched onto the term low fantasy with this, and the first thing it made me think of thinking about that is uh, Conan, specifically the uh, 82 film with Arnold. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. That movie's definitely got like the uh, swordplay and the brutality in there, and kind of a similar setting. It's um, a bit lower tech than Berserk, but you've got, um, you know, you've got your big brawny protagonist wielding an oversized sword against uh well yeah it's good i think if you like aspects of berserk you'll like that movie also um i've heard conan the destroyer is not so good uh it's gotta be better than that 2011 conan movie they made i mean yeah you know you can watch that too if you want i wouldn't recommend it uh let's see the other thing i was gonna other two two more things to recommend one is a very uh, divisive show, and I'd say there's actually some good stuff in here if you can get past the art and the like, really weird bits of sexuality in it. Is uh, called Rain the Conqueror. It is an anime done by that same guy that did Eon Flux. And Peter Chan. Yeah, and that uh, track runner segment from uh, Animatrix. Yeah. It's it's definitely strange, but like, it matches that feeling of uh, following the Hawks through this, uh, you know, ongoing campaign. So if you enjoyed that sort of like wartime aspect of it, then uh, Rain kind of will hit uh, kind of hit the same notes for you. Uh, the last one is more just due to like just action and raw ass brutality, but also having those emotional elements, which is uh, Samurai X. It's a OVA for the series Rurouni Kenshin, but it's uh, played significantly more dark. And it, it's just a, a damn good anime overall. It's uh, something we're going to watch for this show down the, down the road. Samurai X? Yep. Mm. I never watched Kenshin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw like a couple episodes. I thought he, I thought he was, looked really like a girl. Yeah, most people thought he was a girl when they first saw it. He, he is voiced by a woman in the uh, Japanese. Why is he such a lady? Um, I don't know. The Japanese are really into androgyny, I guess. Mm. Yeah, Kenshin. Forgot about that. Um, it was a big one back in the day. Oh yeah, it was. It was huge. It's kind of like uh, everyone's got every otaku i should say has at least like one primary shonen that they use to base other shonen animes off of and for a lot of people it was kenshin 
There was one more, I forgot, and I forgot because I haven't actually seen this, but it came up in my research. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Guts is, uh, one of the basis for Guts is uh, Rudger Hauer, and Mura said specifically that it was uh, Rudger Hauer in a Paul Verhoeven movie called Flesh and Blood, hmm. which I think was also like about medieval mercenaries and shit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like Rutger Hauer. And I like Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven's great. So is Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer, um, I'm trying to remember. There Rutger was a, Hauer was in Batman Begins. There was a, really? Who was he in that? Yeah, you don't remember? No. He's the, uh, the executive guy that, like, runs Wayne Enterprises while Bruce is gone. Ah. And his catchphrase is like, Didn't you get the memo? And then at the end, Morgan Freeman's like, didn't you get the memo? Okay, I gotta go back to that, then. <laughs> the thing I was about to say about Rutger Hauer is he's one of those actors where, regardless of what he's in, how good, how bad, how important, how unimportant is, he goes 100%. He never phones it in. Yeah, he's good. That's all I got for recommendations. Uh, anything you got to say to the audience? before we all rush out to watch part three. No butts, no cuts, no coconuts. <laughs> yeah. I say rush out to uh, go watch part three, but really it's uh, turn off the cameras, turn off the lights, pull your pants down, and rewatch that Griffith Lovelet making scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was watching it in the living room, and my uncle was like in the... He's on the couch watching TV, and I was on my computer... He was. I was kept wondering if he was gonna like see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Very graphic. Was there a cock? I didn't see any. Was there badge? I know they kind of like. No, I don't think there was any genitalia. Mm. It was one of those uh, sex scenes that manages to be graphic without just outright hitting you in the face with. Yeah. Yeah. The bits. Pete and Vijay. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you do you actually see boobs in that scene? Oh yeah. I don't totally. even remember. Yeah, well he fucking he he I know he I know he open. Oh okay. And I know there was some gripping and some fondling and some maneuvering. Yeah, and then when they're fucking too, it's all there. That's the thing, is what I remember primarily was just like the actions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was all up on that like <laughs> And she was like, <laughs> like I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised he got out of the building at all with all that screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, and how fucking scandalous! They did the scandalous thing where like the handmaiden looks like, through the keyhole and is like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and it's like gasping and runs away. Yeah, right. <laughs> she 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 ran back. She ran out to get a candle so she could get a better view. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> Paintings were commissioned and dedicated. Because <laughs> that's as close as they got to recording it back then. Mm-hmm. Well, they get the, the calligraphers out rather than the dusty books. Yeah, it was like, a, fetch me a scribe. Dictate my words, <laughs> servant. Griffith thrusted repeatedly. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then he took his hand and his digits and slid them forsoothly <laughs> into her for JJ. And she gasped with the whisper of a thousand winds. Enraptured in carnal pleasure. <laughs> trying to come up with something to talk with you guys about for this closing, but my niece is in the room, and I don't know how long I can keep her silent. So let's just get on with it. Special thanks as always to... That's a... Swear to God, one day I'm going to break that habit. Okay. That's again. The song you're listening to is Synthetic Highway. If you uh, like it and want to hear more like it, please check out Submorphine on SoundCloud. That's uh, soundcloud.com slash submorphine. That should be hyphen M-R-P-H-I-N-E. If you like the promo theme, which we'll play next, uh, feel free to check out Squarion on facebook.com slash Squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Please also check out Squarion's uh, ongoing Flash project, Project Stick. Facebook.com slash Project Stick. If you want to talk to the hosts of this show, as well as the hosts of two others, Lily, be quiet... Uh, you can find me at Ultaku Connect, uh, Joe at NHP Returns, and Mike at Hyper Nineties. And we are the hosts of our respective shows. I'm on this one, Ultaku Connection. Joe's on NHP, which is on hiatus at the moment, and Mike is uh, hosting Hyper Nineties Zeitgeist Breakdown, which has got an episode coming out soon. So look forward to that. Um. Alright, I think I covered all the bases, so uh, thank you for listening and have a good night. Uh, I, I broke down on like not looking up shit and had to look up the Skull Knight because he seemed cool. Yeah, he's so fucking cool. He's so fucking cool! <laughs> he's such a badass! Zerk continues with movie three. Advent. Advent.